Hey guys, it's Ali, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Who Are You podcast. I feel like the intro sounds so robotic. I need to <laughs> I need to switch it up, but I'm in such a rush. I'm literally about to jump on the bus to go and take another bus to go to the airport because I'm flying out to Morocco tomorrow. It's currently Thursday night. Um, it's actually Friday night. It's 12.30 a.m. <laughs> and of course, in use of fashion, I decide to leave things to the last minute, which is a whole issue on its own that I continuously <laughs> face in my daily life. And surprisingly, with a lot of the things I love to do, I tend to put off. But we've spoken about this before, so I don't want to sound like a broken record. And <laughs> unfortunately, I am in a rush. But I did want to talk about something today. And I want to talk about creativity and my journey so far with my creativity and with writing. Because I feel like so far on the podcast, I've spoken a lot about the lessons and the things that have come to mind, but not the journey that I've been taking that has given me these lessons, if that makes sense. So I watched a play today and that's actually what triggered the whole idea of I want to talk about creativity. I watched a play about, it was a local production. I really love watching local productions so much more than any Broadway or all these like big productions that you see. I don't know, for me, there's just something about the authenticity of someone who's up and coming, who's trying to make it, you know? And I feel like with a lot of local productions, I don't know, I just find the stories more relatable, more real, more raw. And, you know, it's just, it's it's not, it's all substance, no flash. And I think that were what art is really about. And I feel like that's something that I've been slowly discovering as I've pushed myself to consume more and more art. Um, some people who know this about me, my very close friends <laughs> know that I'm, I find it very difficult to watch lots of series and movies and stuff. Although I do love, and I, when I find a really good movie and when I find a really good um, film, it, <laughs> it really grabs me. But I don't know if it's my attention span. I don't really know what it is, but I always kind of find it difficult to relate to a lot of stories and I relate very particularly to certain stories and yet I've really been expanding my palette and going out there and trying to listen to perspectives and things because I feel like with art it really is all about the perspectives and art is very much about putting yourself in other people's shoes and art is just about expression and once you learn to look at stories as a form of other people expressing expressing wow <laughs> expressing their viewpoints of the world you really come to appreciate it so much more. And the play I watched today was um, essentially about this guy talking about growing up in South London and his whole idea of masculinity and how he was kind of ashamed because he was a bit more of a sensitive and emotional guy and that pushed him into the wrong spaces, into gangs, into violence, into so many things. And then at the end, his his father kind of passes away from cancer and everything kind of comes full circle and he realizes how important it is to reach out and it's, it's okay to have those emotions, even as a man. And I think that's so important. And I definitely love to touch on masculinity in the future. But watching that play got me thinking because I was in a space where there were so many people around me just listening to the same story. And I sat there thinking like, I wonder how each and every single person got here and I wonder how each and every single person is relating to the story because art is such a relative thing and I feel like that's really what makes art beautiful because I can sit here and I can write a poem and I can read it to you having meant something or having had an intention with the poem and then you go and interpret it in a completely different way 
and I feel like that's why I've always gravitated towards art because I love I love abstract things I love you know if someone could just put me like a painting with with like a few dots on it I'll sit there and interpret it for hours and that's something I really love to do and I feel like in terms of my own creative journey I've always kind of loved including abstract things in my writing and in so much more and um I guess let me let me kind of shift the conversation a bit because I don't want to <laughs> philosophize too much too much about art but my creative journey has been really 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 interesting um as I mentioned before I've always loved creativity I've always loved writing I've always loved storytelling it's just always been my forte ever since I've been young my teachers would tell me like Ali you're talented at writing Ali you can tell stories and yeah, for some reason, I never believed them. And I always had this level of, of self-doubt. And I've spoken about self-doubt previously on this podcast. And it's a shame because self-doubt held me back for so long. It, it, it pushed me away from being able to fully realize the extent to which I do have an affinity for writing and storytelling in so many ways and shapes and forms. And I know it's not limited just to writing because... I took like theater for a year and a half, two years in school. And when I was doing that, you know, I obviously did directing, I did writing plays, I did acting and all that stuff really spoke to me. And honestly, like in an ideal world where money did not exist, and it's, it's quite sad that this is the way we have to think, but in an ideal world where money did not exist, these are the things that I would dedicate my life to. And I would very much love to find ways to make enough money to spend the rest of my life acting and performing and writing and all these things. But unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not in that position now. But slowly, slowly, hopefully we get there in the future one day. And um, so, yeah, so kind of back to my creative journey. So obviously I grew up hearing all these things and kind of slowly expressing myself and yet never fully taking that step, never fully committing myself to my creative journey just because it was scary. It wasn't easy. And you grow up hearing these things about creatives and it's like creatives don't make money and they're poor. And if you study this you never have a job and all these types of things and obviously naturally that <laughs> kind of steers you away from those paths because you slowly realize as you grow up that unfortunately money is very important and we place a lot of um, value in society on how much money you can make and also in in in, in culture as well and yeah it's like unfortunately money really is <laughs> uh, money I, it just rules the world <laughs> without <laughs> you know for lack of a better expression and so that stuff kind of really pushed me away from trying to pursue my creativity. And yet I was still adamant there was something inside of me. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like when you have a passion, when something is truly, truly your calling, when something is, when you're, when you're really meant to do something, it doesn't fade away. It never fades away. And the reason why I know storytelling is my passion, I guess storytelling is the best way to put and encompass all these things. But the reason why I know storytelling is my passion is because it's always stuck with me. From when I was young, from when I was that little boy writing, you know, stories in my book in kindergarten to when I was 18 years old writing and directing and performing in a play. It's always been me to now <laughs> at 23 years old writing my first book. And it's crazy to think the trajectory of that journey and how my confidence in myself has kind of went up or was down and then went up. And I realized that I had to be confident in myself first before I could do the writing. Because as long as I wasn't confident in myself, I would never be able to allow myself to pursue that creativity. And 
yeah, I'm, I guess I'm, 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 I'm happy that I'm finally at the point where I'm able to kind of take that step. And I feel like for anyone on here who's listening, who has a passion that they've always loved and they've always thought about, like, it's really not that hard to take that step. And I know this kind of sounds a bit like, but it is, and I know it is, but it also isn't because we make things so much bigger in our head than they actually should be. Like, I don't dedicate that much of my time to writing. It's literally maybe like half an hour to 45 minutes, sometimes an hour of my day. And yet I can promise you that that 45 minutes fuels me for the entire day. And I'm constantly tossing and turning, thinking about my book and my creativity and the stories I want to tell. And when I see people, I think of stories and I'm on the tube and I, and I watch people and I think of stories and the way I live and breathe is, is stories. And I feel like it's an integral part of society as well. And it's a shame how much creativity is looked down on as a field because I feel like I know so many people who would love to be creatives and yet they're held back because it doesn't make enough money including myself you know and there's and or you know their parents don't see it as something that's real and that's kind of affected their image um, of themselves and their creativity or you know like ultimately in society I don't think it's it's we place much value on it which is unfortunate because when you look at different civilizations and when you look at history creativity is the thing that survives the arts the stories i think about the greeks now we <laughs> a lot of what we know about the greeks we know greek mythology you know look at um i don't know like just so many different time periods where the art the, the stuff they used to paint and draw the stuff they used to write that those are the things think about all the stories and fables that we've been told from young that have probably been passed down from generation to generation because I think as humans, we thrive on stories. And it's a shame how much they're looked down on in modern day society because they really are <laughs> the bane, or not the bane, that's not the right word, like the, the core of human existence. Stories, you know, we tell stories about so many different things. And yeah, so for anyone really who's kind of sat there, maybe listening to this and has that kind of hidden passion, whether it's for creativity or whatever it is, like you don't need to dedicate that much of your life to going after it. Like learn to negotiate with yourself. Learn to just take that step. Start with five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day. And you slowly realize how much more you're, you're able to give because you have that drive, because you love it so much. Um, so I would highly encourage people to just kind of take small steps. The way I started with my writing was I was literally like, okay, instead of just sitting here and planning, let me just force myself to write like 100 words. 100 turned into 50 and then suddenly I realized okay I can easily do 500 words a day so I started doing 500 words a day now it's been almost two months and I've been doing 500 words a day and on so many days it's not 500 it's 600 it's 700 it's 1000 it's 1500 you just need to allow yourself that space to be like okay I'm safe I can write um you know give yourself permission to make mistakes and one thing I've been doing in my writing is that like I don't let myself go back and edit because I know the first time I do something, no matter what it is, whether it's my writing or something at work or whatever it is, really, any first experience is not always going to be a good experience, especially when it's something you're producing, something that's so new to you. And it's more like just allow yourself to have that space to fail and to do something not to the best of your abilities, but just do it. And then you can focus on improving it and working on it. Um, and one of the other things other than kind of these like practical tips is it very much is a mental game. Like going after your creativity very much is a mental game. And something that's really been helping me surprisingly, which I didn't think it would, was journaling. Because journaling has very much 
kind of opened doors for me because we carry so much in our daily lives and we consume so much and there's so much going on in our heads that is sometimes impossible to put things to paper that is sometimes impossible to you know hold that brush and paint because there's so much chaos going on in your head and so one habit i've really adopted is the whole idea of morning pages and it comes from i believe her name is julia cameron and she wrote the artist's way and she has this whole methodology about unlocking your creativity but her methodology applies not just to creativity and she says this herself she's helped lawyers and business people and you know she's directors and so many people just unlock their hidden talents and go after what they want and all of it and the core of it all is the idea of morning pages which is as soon as you wake up journal and it's not just any type of journaling it's more like brain dump anything that comes to your head if you have nothing comes if nothing comes to your head literally just write there's nothing in my head I don't have anything to say I don't have anything to say and eventually things start to pop up and what's really interesting is you start to realize time after time when you do this there are recurring themes in your life and there are things are always popping up into your head or there are people who are always there and you slowly learn to let go of those things and leave them on that page and deal with them and grapple with them and also highlights to you the certain recurring thought patterns and ways you speak to yourself so I realized I had some negative self-talk when I spoke about my creativity or when I talked about the plans I was having and you know I would say they're unrealistic I would say I'm not sticking to my schedule I would say this and I kept complaining I realized wow there's so much negativity in my head like I have left no room for positivity and that in and of itself has bled into my daily life and it's caused self-doubt and procrastination and the ability to feel the inability to feel motivated because of all that negativity taking space in my head so I think it's so important and especially because in the morning it's you just kind of clear your head you dump everything on paper and then you go about your day so you kind of start the morning having thrown up on the canvas and then turn the page because now there's nothing more to paint there's nothing more to throw up everything has kind of been emptied from your system so I would highly recommend morning pages to anyone who's trying to do anything or even just figure stuff out like Julia Cameron talks about um how essentially I don't know if you guys know Eat Pray Love it's like quite a famous book and the author of Eat Pray Love actually used morning pages to figure out that she had to travel and learn I think it was Italian to write her book and there's so many amazing um, success stories that come from morning pages and I myself can attest to those successes because I don't think I would be in this position without morning pages morning pages was the thing that said that told me I need to start recording my voice I need to start putting out content I need to start making a podcast and sharing my points of views and essentially just kind of documenting my journey so morning pages are just amazing and just the whole idea of Julia Cameron and the artist's way she speaks very much about creativity like an outside source so creativity picks you you don't pick creativity it's kind of like this because the way she talks about it and I forgot I don't know if it was like the Greeks or the Romans or which part of civilization or society used to think that creativity was kind of like something that was holy and it was something that came from like it was almost like a blessing or a power that God gave you and that you had to nurture it otherwise it would take over you completely and you'd kind of go insane <laughs> I really need to find that video but I really have started to look at creativity as something that's outside of me like creativity has chosen me I have no choice but to tell my stories I have no choice but to write I have no choice but to learn to share with other people because creativity has chosen me 
So I definitely think it helps when you look at creativity as that outside source and power and almost like a holy form of inspiration that's coming from you because there are stories that you have to tell and creativity is not going to let you go until you tell those stories. Creativity is going to sit there waiting at your door until you open it and let it in and learn to share and learn to write and learn to paint and do all these amazing things that you know you're capable of deep down and yet you don't let yourself go after them. So I definitely think looking at creativity like that has really been a mindset shift for me and it's allowed me to kind of just integrate it into my daily life. And obviously I've said like, you kind of need to give yourself permission and shift your self-image into someone who is able to create because if you constantly are telling yourself, I can't create, I'm not worthy to create, I don't have time to create and you keep coming up with all these excuses, they will very much become a reality because a lot of these things are not true. You do have time, you can make time. <laughs> Start scroll on TikTok for half an hour less. <laughs> That's literally how I reasoned with myself. I was like, if I can use TikTok for two hours, surely I can remove half an hour from those two hours and use it towards my writing. And then half an hour turns to an hour. And you really just need to treat yourself because the brain is crazy and the brain is absolutely insane in the way it makes excuses to keep you in the comfort zone and to stop you from pursuing things that challenge your identity. So you need to learn to challenge your brain because once you start looking at your brain as a third party and something that you can reason with and challenge, your whole life will change because you realize that you are the one who's in control and you're, you, can, you can stop your brain from steering you in directions where you don't want it to steer you. You can stop thoughts from coming in that aren't helpful for you. You can stop self-doubt because these are all things that your brain feeds you from external sources, from things in your subconscious, maybe from your childhood, whatever it is. But they're negative things and they're coming from your brain, but that does not mean that you have to accept them. You don't have to accept self-doubt. You don't have to accept negative thoughts. You don't have to accept anxieties because they're not true a lot of times and they're things that your brain has fabricated and they're stories that your brain has fabricated to stop you from leaving the comfort zone. So that's another mindset shift as well that's kind of helped me on my creative journey. And yeah, I think it's just really interesting. And I also think that it's important to have other people around you who are inspiring you to go after these things. And if it wasn't for the fact I had a few people around me and these people weren't even pursuing writing, these people were pursuing music. And that inspired me to see these people have their university degrees and their careers and all these things and yet still never give up and go after their creativity and refuse to put that to the side. That is the thing that inspired me, having those people around me. And also now I've really been trying to immerse myself in the creative world. So going to plays, trying to attend spoken word, essentially vocalizing and and allowing myself to be that expression of creativity has helped so much because I see myself as a creative now. And I even had to stop myself just now because I was gonna say, I see myself as a creative even though I'm not a creative, but I am. And you see, these are the types of conversations that I keep having with myself, with my brain, because deep down inside of me, it's ingrained. I have these limiting beliefs in my head that tell me that I'm not a creative, I'm not worthy, that I don't have stories to tell, that my stories are lame. But I know that none of these things are true. I know these are just lies that my brain is feeding me to stop me from leaving my comfort zone. And I refuse to believe them ultimately. And I think we all have a choice in that. So yeah, these are essentially the things I want to talk about. <laughs> I have a bus to catch in 40 minutes, but I really hope these things were helpful. And 
someone gave me a point or one of my friends gave me really good um, point of feedback. And she said that I should kind of summarize the things while well, my laptop just turned off. <laughs> I really hope it's still recording. Yes, it is. Um, to essentially kind of summarize the points at the end of the podcast. And I'm kind of do that. So main takeaways from today's conversation. And this will be more fluid and smooth <laughs> next time. I'm just in a bit of a rush right now. But um self-confidence and self-image they will change the game in terms of you going after and pursuing your creativity journaling is absolutely key and it helps you empty your mind and free that canvas you don't have to listen to everything your brain tells you and you need to surround yourself with other people who are going after these types of things and lastly and i think most important of all allow yourself and give yourself permission to make mistakes not everything is going to be perfect and no one is expecting you to be perfect because we're all work we're all a work in progress you know nothing no one is born a masterpiece no piece of art is ever started as a masterpiece everything starts in the first draft and maybe this is the first draft of your life the same way this is the first draft of mine and there's nothing wrong with that you know own it and yeah just go after the things you love so yeah thank you for listening to this Whenever you're listening to this, whether it's a Sunday or a Monday or Tuesday, I think Monday is the most active day <laughs> in terms of um, people who are listening to this. But I hope you guys have a lovely week, wherever you are. And um, yeah, I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening.